This is the Intentional Disruption Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Demo. Today, I want to share with you that you can go from dark to light, and you can do it pretty quickly. See, this last week has been rather challenging uh, inside of our household. My son started daycare, geez, it's about a month ago now. Mind you, he only went for a week. Um, Then he got sick, and he's been pegging off 104 fever for the last two weeks. Um, Good news, seems like it might finally be in control. We'll find out this morning. But absolutely crazy uh, how the things in your business that feel important shift when the things that actually matter start to have a glitch. And it's very interesting to me as I record this, again at five some odd in the morning on a Sunday, that the people in my tribe seem to be having like similar things going on. And not saying that everybody's kid is getting sick and there's like flu season or anything, but... In their own universes, they've got things like this too. And one of my buddies, Sam Smith, he put up a post on Friday on his podcast, A Small Business Surgeon, about gratitude. And it's an amazing thing because before he'd recorded that, um, I'd sent him a note of gratitude for some stuff he'd helped me with and to let him know how I believed in him and it's just really cool that he got to go through that process pretty much the same time I was even though we didn't get to talk about it and then I see some of my other friends in similar situations and that's the universe telling me that there's enough here that we should talk about it. So from my side of the house, I have a lot going on. A lot going on. I've got a couple of small businesses that want to grow, and they're looking for help doing that. I'm in the process of providing them that help. A few other small businesses that they need systems and operations to be tightened up so they can truly get the most out of what their current production is. And then there's me looking to grow the business. And it's interesting. A lot of people, when they look to grow businesses, they, you know, put on a sale or do these wonky things. And my idea was, I'm just going to create a master class level course six weeks course that's going to give you essentially everything you would need to take your business from doing three million dollars a year to 10 to 15 and just for not a lot of money not a lot of money and it would be an in-person class with me and folks that I bring in that are experts in their individual niches. 
and doing this at a number that's so low that my my buddies looked at me and was like, Mike, what the hell are you doing? Like, you you can't charge that. Like, why not? You need to be charging like f- at least five times that. Like, but I don't really want to. And there's two ways that that could go. That could be internal processes of shame, guilt, scarcity. I don't, my my personal development coach, uh, Ryan Nidell, he's way better at um, explaining what those things are because he helped me through them. Or is it that I just see what's coming in the economy and want to try to help? And it usually defaults over to the wanting to help because the entire reason I do this is I don't want people to go through the pain that I've gone through. You know, that's why so many people that are drug addicts are counselors. Think about it for a minute. The people that have had the darkness in whichever space that they've been in, they're the ones that tend to accrete towards the solution. And in many ways, my practice is no different. I started off helping veterans in transition. When I started coaching veterans, I did it for people in transition so they could help skip the line, as James Altucher will say, to not go through the same things that I do. In the financial space, I would help younger up-and-coming reps so that they had the skill sets they needed to hit the ground running. When I ran my office for Cutco, the reason my average productivity was double the national average was, I mean, I don't know how to say it better. I just truly gave a damn about these people's success. And that holds true in my business too. I know one of my clients, we've been together for the better part of a year here, And I care about that man's success as much as he does. And the messages that I would send to him, there's business behind it, but there's also that truly caring about their success. And as I think about how to go from dark to light. The biggest and best way is to genuinely care about the outcome for the other person. Now, I will tell you that there is a slightly darker side to that in the moment sometimes. And I'll use my son as an example. We had to get x-rays for my son to confirm, deny if he had pneumonia. Doctor ordered it to go to this place, go, you know, and they'll take care of it. And I learned a very valuable lesson. Um, have digital copies of your kids' paperwork, like insurance cards. Uh, in this case, my wife had my son's insurance card, which would have been helpful if she was home. 
which she wasn't. So when I scheduled the appointment, the radiologist receptionist person had a couple questions. Okay. I know we have insurance and I know that if I had just come up here illegally, I would have free insurance. Um, that's a whole nother story about the area that I live in. Um, but I would have been good. But they start off by asking, like, does he have any symptoms? Like, well, he's sick. That's why the doctor wants an x-ray of his chest. And like, oh, well, are they any... And this is going to get this thing to... Well, I don't really care about demonetization. Like, well, well, does he have any COVID-like symptoms? Like, no, he's actually sick. It's a, it's a real illness that he has. Well, but but does he have like a fever or congestion? Like, you mean like a cold? Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we're trying to figure out. It's like, oh, I don't know if he can come in. Now, for the ladies and gentlemen in the audience, I don't cuss on this podcast very often. I treat people with a very high level of respect. Uh, one of the reasons my wife is with me is she was marveled by how well I treated every person that I see during the day. When your son has had a 104 degree fever for a week and a lady is asking about your son who is having some trouble breathing, is running a 104 fever, like has almost had to go to the emergency room like four times in the last four days. There's a different side that comes out. And if you're a parent, you probably know this too. And I might have dropped one or two MFs and put her back on track with work coming in. Like the fact that I had a doctor script to come to the office, like they don't you think that they would have said, oh, well, you have this phony disease that doesn't actually kill anybody. You can't come in. Like, they would have done something different. Just saying. But that's where that darkness coming to light. So it's like, look, sorry, my, my son's been sick. All right, great. You know, we got through that, and I apologized. So we get to the insurance card, and I texted my wife and asked her for the insurance card, which I was in the process of getting. And the lady's like, oh, so do you have that insurance card number? He's like, well, I've got mine. Um, I'm just waiting for my wife to text me over hers. Now, this appointment was going to be in like an hour and 10 minutes. She's like, well, we, we can't schedule it without an insurance card. <laughs> and that's where, that that was the last time that I was going to accept an answer like that. <clears throat> Pardon me. And I, in no polite terms, explained to her that I don't care if she has to put it down as, I will pay you straight effing cash. Put me on the GD books, because I'm bringing my son down there. We're going to get this checked out, and that's what's happening. Uh, oh, uh, sir? Uh, I, I don't know. I was like, no, I will be there. And we will get these x-rays taken. Oh, 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 okay, sir.
and that one I felt bad for. Going to be just keeping it a hundred. You know, benefit of my podcast is I can do a little bit of a tangent with this. But that's the deep darkness. There's other levels, and every one of us has them. But how do you go from that position back to the light? Um, It's a lot of shadow integration. And I wanted to share that story about me not being necessarily a perfect human being to talk about the opposite side of that. When I got to the office, you know, essentially, hey, sorry for being a dick. My son's really sick. You know, here's what we have going on. And when they saw him, it all made sense. You know, Papa Bear's taking care of his cub and which is actually a terrible analogy because bears are actually dicks to their kids. And that's a whole nother story. But I do take care of my son. And they understood, like, you know, this isn't, you know, that C word. It's like, he's actually sick. Okay, great. And I had the world's largest copy of my son's insurance card because my wife sent me a screenshot. I printed that screenshot, so it took up the entire piece of paper. Um, Helen Keller could have read those numbers off. It was pretty wild. And I have that now. And I learned a lesson. And that was an important thing too. Because now I understood a system that I don't normally worry about. And how does any of this apply to a business? I mean, every every little piece of that will apply to business but how well I know that as a business owner myself when people aren't doing the things that they should do or something's not working smoothly or somebody buggers something up I get really pissed off like why the heck can you not do these basic things why are you simple what's going on What like, however you might say that until you go, well, shoot. I created the game they're playing. And if they suck at the game, it's because I suck as a coach. And in my 20s, I figured that out. If somebody's not doing what's required, I either didn't give them proper instructive, proper incentive, or a proper penalty. And it was hard when I did the postmortem of my business to realize that. So I was pretty young. As you're listening to this, I'm 40. You are wherever you are, but this is a good 15 years ago. But I learned that the accountability starts and stops with me. And people that have talked to me about this before, I was like, well, sometimes somebody's just the wrong fit. Well, if you've got the wrong person in the wrong seat, that's your fault. Why? Because you hired them. Oh, no, my my hiring manager hired them. Okay, well, you hired that person. Eventually, somebody that you hired picked the person that picked the person that's wrong. And it's either their systems 
which are your systems, or they're just the wrong people. And that's where the accountability comes from and the desire to create systems that, while not perfect, because there's no such thing as a perfect system, they give you the standardization to allow you to thrive and succeed. And then that darkness, when something goes wrong, can flip to light a lot quicker. And what I mean by that is that anger that we feel when something's not going right, that's an internal protection mechanism. And if you understand that your business is truly the representation of you, especially below $10 million, then it's a lot easier to go, oh, okay, well, that's me. And if I don't like that, I'm blessed enough to be able to fix that. And you can do it pretty much immediately. Um, No free ads for Daniel Tiger, but they teach kids box breathing without even telling them they're teaching them box breathing. They teach them how to use the nervous system properly and get away from that lizard brain. It's interesting, the psychology behind some of the stuff they do, but they even talk about take a deep breath and count to four. Well, that that's one, doing a sympathetic nervous system reset. Two, it's the first step to box breathing. And as a business owner, that's something that you can do too. You probably don't need to sing the silly song that they do, but you could do it. Go to your office, give out a nice MF, take a deep breath, count to four, and then start to think about the positive change that you can make. And when you shift your paradigm from that negative to that positive, you're going to feel a lot better too. I had to do it with taking care of my son. I've had to do it inside of my business when things aren't going the way that I want them to. But the way that I get back into control, similar to my buddy Sam that I referenced earlier, is coming back to a position of gratitude. And that was probably the hardest skill that I've ever had to learn, and by no means am I the master of it. But going back to the title of this podcast, Intentional Disruption, I know I'm not the best at it, but damn if I don't do the work to stop, be cognizant of that, and then try to make a positive shift. And if you can do that even once a day, six months from now, your life is going to be unrecognizable, my friend. So that's going to wrap up this episode of the Intentional Disruption Podcast. If you are interested in some of the cool stuff we have going on, uh, a couple ways you can connect with me, uh, inquiries at growwithdelta.com. If you have questions, heck, if you've got something you want to listen to on the show, a topic, feel free. I'm happy to uh, address those concerns. Uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, Mike Demo, D-E-M-O, pretty simple to find me there. And I took a look um, 
one of my buddies in the veteran space posted up um, his podcast on Listen Notes and was really proud of him. He's top 1% or so. And I was like, yeah, heck, let's take a look and see where we fall. So right now, globally, this is a top 10% podcast, which is pretty dope. If you wouldn't mind, if you're on iTunes, read a review, leave a star rating, Spotify, same thing, Amazon, same thing. Um, I know that there's about 20 different podcast outlets that this goes to. So on that one, if you could drop me whatever the equivalent of a rating is, that'd be dope. It's going to help get the message out to other people. And especially in this season, that's going to be getting more and more challenging for small businesses especially. It's a message that I think can provide value. And the more people that listen, um, the better guests that I can bring on as well. So thank you so much.